0: from uh really i think metro uh, people will mostly know him from from metro uk he was over at WWE money in the bank he does great interviews for metro he is alistair mcgeorge joining us alistair how you doing buddy
1: not too bad how are you both
0: doing well doing well thank you for joining us uh today and thank you for hanging out backstage as as andrew zarian was giving us the layout of the garden
1: (laughs) i've only been i've managed to get to go on the tour a few years ago when i did Boston and New York for St. Patrick's Day to see Dropkick Murphys. And yeah, it was great to actually walk around, but I'd love to see a show there one day, man.
2: Same. I've done the tour too, and it's it's actually a lot of fun. I do recommend it for anyone who's uh, just trying to kill some time in New York and looking for something fun to look at. Did they give you the, the glasses, the immersive experience glasses at the time? No. So they do that, and they bring you on stage, quote unquote, for one of Billy Joel's performances while he's doing Piano Man. So it's like you're on stage watching. Oh, cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So, worth the money. Anyway, uh, I guess I guess since we're talking about Madison Square Garden, you want to give us the layout of the O2, since uh, we're all... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Money in the Bank was the first time I've seen a sort of pre-mail event or an actual TV taping or anything there. Um, and yeah, it seemed to go really well. The crowd was hot. It was I think the right size for it. I do prefer, I guess, slightly smaller shows. It's the same for gigs as well where the noise kind of carries a lot better and yeah, I thought it suited really well for both nights. Like I don't know how it came across on TV, but it seemed electric at least being there.
2: Yeah, no, it, you can ask a hundred people and they'll all give you the same answer. It was ha- it was loud, it was hot, it was good, and uh, yeah, the UK came to uh, came to have a lot of fun at those two shows.
1: Yeah, that's it. it. The whole like. Now, so going, Jeremy.
0: Oh, I was going to ask a question. You, you please give the give the UK experience.
1: It just yeah, there was a real buzz around it. Um... Thankfully, sort of around the same. I wasn't sure if it would carry as well as it did at Clash at the Castle, where Cardiff is a lot smaller. Everything was about a fifty-minute walk, so it felt like the entire city was there for that. Um, but thankfully, the O2 with kind of the mall sort of areas they've got around it still carried that kind of atmosphere. That everywhere you were looking, especially getting heading into the arena, it was just electric. So.
0: I want to talk about this idea of WrestleMania in London, because John Cena was out there pushing this. I saw you wrote uh, about going to Undertaker's show, which I have questions mm. about as well. And he also was like, yeah, WrestleMania in London. Let's do this. How feasible, realistic do we think this actually is?
1: I'd love to say amazingly. <laughs> um, it'd be great <laughs> to get one over here. Like I, th- I do think things like Clash of the Castle and the way Money in the Bank went will have changed sort of the likelihood in terms of WWE and how they look at it. Um, Cause it's clear these things are a success and the time zones don't necessarily matter quite as much, but there is the whole thing that WWE wants to be paid for these things. And I know sort of Naren was saying it last week when you were chatting to her, it's that whether London and the UK would pay for that to come to London where they're not exactly in need of the tourism boom from it. So it's hard to say, but they, sort of the coverage around money in the bank shows that there is the interest obviously the bbc did a bit of coverage on the wrestlemania rumors um damien priest the morning after money in the bank was on a show we've got over here sunday brunch sort of a lifestyle cooking kind of chat show um so they were getting all sort of the mainstream coverage from it so the appetite's clearly there it's just i guess it'll come down to the money i suppose
2: wait did damien priest cook anything on that show
1: yeah. So unfortunately I had a lot on this week and I've not seen him on it, but I know he was there, he was there, sort of briefcase on the sofa, looking all chilled and yes.
2: <laughs> I would love to watch that go down. Him <laughs> just trying to him just trying to cook. I don't even care what, just
1: this is how They still I'm need to do cooking. that. Like Sami Zayn is obsessed with um, great British Bake Off. I know he <laughs> said in so many interviews with me how desperate he is to get on. Like they do a celebrity special once a year to raise money for sort of cancer charities. And so, he's told me he can't bake at all, but just having him on there and doing that kind of special. I know they used to do The Weakest Link back in the day with like Kane and his mask stood behind this podium asking pop culture questions and like stuff like that would be great.
2: And he'd win the damn thing.
1: He <laughs> definitely should. That's the problem
2: with it. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to ask uh, because Naren said that. Uh, well, while she was putting you over and Alex McCarthy, uh, did you get your own bus for the media tour? Because uh, that seemed to be <laughs> a thing.
1: Unfortunately, I didn't. That seems to be people who were doing lots of video content, and I had only decided over WrestleMania weekend this year that oh, maybe I should take a tripod and have a sort of very old iPhone, which The Miz completely roasted me for while we were there getting (laughs) ready for the interview, asking if my wireless mics would connect and all of this. So I think maybe Money in the Bank came too soon for me getting the bus treatment
0: you just gotta just punch Alex McCarthy and steal his bus it's fine you can take McCarthy he's I mean I'm not sure really he's, looks... he's
1: getting jacked now though Oh, he's so
0: jacked I he's got to get tested I don't know if he's passing a USADA test honestly <laughs> that's what I worry about with McCarthy
2: you see that um, photo of him with Omas? come on man something's going he's... on
0: he's jacked it's honestly upsetting how 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 big he is and how in shape he is i i tell people to punch him and i'm like you're probably i'm probably just getting you beat up and i'm sorry for that (laughs) that i'm trying to do that to you
1: we've had things we've both got some of the same shirts and the sometimes at junkets we've turned up almost wearing the same thing and it's like i will look like his ventriloquist dummy if we stand near each other (laughs) in any of the same stuff like it's not a good look so i don't fancy my chances punching him in the face
0: (laughs) Uh, the the Undertaker's one dead man show, tell tell us about mm. this because it's not like recorded from what I've seen. I've never seen it seems like it's only a live experience. And I've heard I've heard people who like really enjoy it, who are, you know, maybe ca- more casual wrestling fans, haven't heard these stories mm. a million times. And then the people who have, it's like, oh, okay, you don't get like anything too new you are deep in in wrestling you you've interviewed the Undertaker I'm, I'm pretty sure so like you've I'm sure you've heard maybe a lot of these stories but like being there what was that actual show like
1: I thought it was great like yeah I did interview him um, about six seven weeks ago and to be honest with some of the stuff I tried to get some stories about him being in the UK and sort of asked for his wildest drunken night out away from the <laughs> ring and he was very coy on those and said you know you'll find out on the show and in the end it ended up being this story about him drinking Cypress Hill under the table which was fantastic and one I hadn't heard him talk too much about so yeah it was the actual part of the show that was him kind of going through his career and different stories was fascinating. The Q&A opened with a question about Helena a Cell and there was just a moment of is this next 20 minutes whatever going to be a complete buzzkill for me where it's things he said so many times but he did manage to keep it interesting. It was closer to a stand-up show than anything else. And I'd clearly he's put a lot of thought into the writing of it, but interactions with the fans, there was this drunk guy kind of trying to heckle all the way through, and he just turned and absolutely hammered him. And <laughs> really sort of lots of four-letter words and said, like with a laugh, but was like, you need to shut up now. And yeah, the interaction was nice to see
2: it's interesting it's a very different uh take from others that I've heard when taker was early in his in his show where he was still trying to get his legs under him and, and understand like what this is because it's not a 90 minute promo or a 60 minute promo yeah there's a little more interaction so it's good to see better or worse in this case uh, that he has at least some interaction with the crowd or at least engages them a little bit more by the sounds of it
1: yeah it definitely like I wasn't sure how it would go because Yeah, I'd kind of read things about it being very much a... sort of not quite a spoken word show, but that kind of thing going through his career and all of that. But yeah, he did manage to joke with the fans. Like, with him mentioning WrestleMania was because people started chanting about it at the beginning, and he sort of took a bit of an aside. And yeah, he seemed sort of quite comfortable with it. Even if he was going off on tangents, he brought it back to where he was going before and wasn't losing his place. And yeah, it seems like he's getting very confident with it.
2: I want to get your thoughts on... uh going back to press junkets and going to these events and things. Um, I've had the experience of, of sitting in the the press conferences for, for WWE shows and an AEW show, uh, and I was asked this question yesterday, and I want to ask this to you. How do you navigate that kayfabe vortex world of a post-show press conference, whether it's WWE, AEW, whatever it is?
1: I try to avoid kayfabe absolutely where possible. Um, just because and WWE know this too, or AEW, whoever you're there with, that you're there to do a job, especially with it being the Metro, which, you know, with a more mainstream outlet, it's the angle we should be going for, for the more true life stories and, you know, being sat there and, you know, in the last junket getting to, not the last junket, sorry, the press conference asking Triple H about WrestleMania, because it's the questions you should be asking about. <laughs> and he's open to that kind of thing when he's been asked about, I think it was after WrestleMania when Cody Rhodes got brought up and I think it was, you know, a discussion of how he balances um, you know, the stories he has in his mind compared to the crowd suddenly getting behind someone. And I think that's the kind of line you have to go in. Like there's some I think it depends what you're going for. If you're going for sort of video content, that kind of thing, playing it kayfabe will get you some good clips, especially people like Pretty Deadly, LA Night, The Miz. But I do prefer to Kind of avoid kayfabe where possible, and yeah, try and get a bit more into the the people themselves.
0: Very important question because Joel buried everyone who wore a wrestling shirt. So <laughs> I when we this. want to talk about etiquette, like how do you feel if somebody wears like a WWE shirt as a as a member of the press or an AEW shirt?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to sort of slag anyone off for what they're doing for while they're there, but like me personally, I prefer not to, but then saying that at the Junket, I had a sort of designer shirt with Mysterio masks on it, but it wasn't quite as obvious a bold sort of wrestling t-shirt kind of thing. Um, But it's things like for the Junket, um, this time I had a Sami Zayn t-shirt on underneath a shirt that was buttoned up to make sure that while I was walking around afterwards and wasn't doing work, I was kind of relaxed and everything, but for the actual Junket, it was very much covered up and looking a bit more professional and i just think yeah especially if you're going to be on camera and things as well it's important and you do want to look like a professional but i know obviously people do want to be comfortable with these things as well so i wouldn't want to kind of disparage anyone if they did decide to wear a wrestling t-shirt or whatever but yeah it's generally i try and avoid it it's
2: fair again and it's just like you were talking about your angles for for your stories it's everyone is approaching these things differently and when I said it, I was more just like, I don't really and think this is my own bias. I don't understand why people feel the need to wear a wrestling shirt at a wrestling show when they're covering it. It's again, it's not yeah. it's not making fun of anyone, it's not slagging anyone, it's just like don't get it. But you know, the the it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just yeah, trying but...
0: to get you in trouble, Joel. I you know. know this. I know you are, but <laughs> I also
2: feel that, and I know that our viewers are and our listeners are they understand it, but I also just I feel the need to like kind of double down just be like yeah I get why we're doing this but I also want to make it known that uh you know there's nothing wrong with it it's just something I I notice.
1: Yeah that's it and I think there's times I've done it where if I've been at a show and there's been no kind of media duties and things and I'm just there at the show I've definitely worn one but if I know I'm going to be there doing interviews and chatting to these people or doing the press conferences um saying that i've just remembered i definitely was wearing an eddie guerrero t-shirt at clash in the castle which kind of undermines (laughs) everything i've just said but generally i definitely try not to i promise
2: now who's the problem jeremy lambert (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing wrong with an eddie shirt
0: come on now like eddie guerrero's just universally love i know he's like mainly known for WWE and everything but that's just universal wrestling love t-shirt so yeah i think
1: i'm doing it i try not to wear if it's i definitely wouldn't wear one for someone i know i'm going to be talking to that day and that kind of thing or sort of current roster members and like i do try and avoid it for that
0: you should you should have worn a brock lesnar shirt and then when you interview cody rhodes as he's up there be like hey what do you feel about brock lesnar and and always attacking you and not show yeah and then just like really prominently display the shirt puff the chest out so they can see it everything that's how how you get it done um i want to talk about all in which is coming to are you are you covering Mm -hmm. all
1: in i'm hoping to with annoyingly there's train strikes so rail strikes that weekend so i'm trying to find out how i can make it work in between shifts on the monday morning and the friday and that kind of thing but
2: hold on specifically that weekend there are rail strikes like they're they've planned that far ahead (laughs) just like yeah
1: <laughs> they've announced them for that weekend so <laughs> they it's... know
2: something, they're, waiting, they're angling for something good on <laughs> them and that's smart, sorry, continue please <laughs> yeah.
1: so that's it if, I'm hoping I can find a way to make it work and get back on the Sunday because I live up in Manchester so a few hours away, a couple of hours on the train if it was running so I just need to figure that out but I'm, I'm hoping to be there like, I really don't want to miss it
0: Dude, Tony's going to pay all these people People just out of pocket of like we got to get these trains running this weekend we are not having no type of strike for this weekend so here we go here's here's all the cash that you need um coming to to wembley tony Khan. i listened to an interview today he says it's at about seventy thousand tickets sold right now mm-hmm. when this was first announced and i think they've opened it up for about eighty eight thousand in that uh arena when this was first announced like what were your expectations and how are you feeling now with everything that has gone into this
1: I think the day it got announced, I'd have thought 40,000 would have been fantastic for them. And not just for that, just a wrestling show getting that many at Wembley, especially after how Clash had done as well. I thought, yeah, 40k would have been really strong number for AEW, but they've shown that that was massively conservative. The appetite clearly there. They've got the people coming over from Europe. I'm sure people are going to come from the States. And yeah, wrestling seems to be hot right now and doing very well in the uk and it's very encouraging that they're pulling that kind of number already without announcing a match either
2: is there a match that you think would start really driving those ticket sales up again
1: it's hard to tell i i I think i you know confirming what punk's going to be doing would probably help i think um unfortunately with danielson's injury it's hard to know what's if he's going to be around but that would have been something special announcing what he was going to be doing. I'm just not sure it's hard because like I say, I was expecting it to be around 40k and I was so surprised really pleasantly. It's so exciting to see this kind of attention being paid. So I'm just not sure. Yeah. It will just nice seeing the card take some shape.
2: Well, you're over there. So let's say they announce Kenny and and Will Ospreay 3. Is Kenny... Not Kenny. Well, Kenny too, but is Will Ospreay in the eyes of UK wrestling fans uh, a big enough name to be facing Kenny Omega to start moving those tickets, in your opinion?
1: I'm not sure because he does work a lot over here, which kind of, you know, that was the whole debate when it was like what British wrestlers should be on the card, you know, sort of attractions, giving sort of indie veterans the kind of chance to appear. And it's like, I assume these tickets are selling because people want to see AEW at a stadium rather than a UK show on a big scale. And obviously, Will is definitely an exception to that, and he definitely deserves a spot on this card. And him and Kenny doing it there would be a fantastic get for them. Like, There's no doubt there.
0: Is a Goldberg match going to to push this to 90,000? To I don't know how big Goldberg is in England. We, we talked about it uh like a month ago at this point. Like, Goldberg really hadn't worked a whole lot in England. He did that one tour with WCW, but this was, of course, two decades ago, almost three decades ago Um, at this point. But, like, is a Goldberg match big enough? Sting said he's not going to retire at Wembley. He hmm. said he's still got a little bit left. But at see. Goldberg, is he's he, is go he to, selling out
2: this building? Sting's got to go to Israel after that. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Very true. <laughs> I think he could be, because um, even when he was in WWE, there were sort of the evidence was there about him sort of popping ratings when he came back. Like it was shown that he was still a draw. Um, I think, yeah, I don't want to say casual fans, but you think you'd get people who necessarily weren't aware of AEW wanting to come and see him potentially. It's, I guess, it depends what you do with him, who you'd have him against, whether it be trying to build up sort of of Powerhouse Hobbs, someone like that, or whether you would go, you know, the Sting match and try and get that kind of attention for it. Um, But from what Tony said, he's talked to him, so it seems, you know, it's not an impossibility.
0: Before I let you go, Alyssa, I want to get just your overall thoughts on the, the bloodline angle because at mm-hmm. uh, Money in the Bank, it was you know, Jay pinning Roman. Then we had the fallout from from that on SmackDown with the long segment, uh, the 40-minute segment to, to open up SmackDown. As someone who has covered this and has paid attention to, to all of this since, since it started, like what are just your overall thoughts on the bloodline angle?
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm still loving it. Even though it was sort of one a.m. our time on Friday night, I was still really excited and engaged by it. Sort of even with it taking up as much of the show as it did, it didn't feel that long to me watching it. And I think the interesting thing is what they're showing now with everything they're doing with Jay, with Rome, and the way everything has kind of come full circle is that there was definitely stubbornness. I think with not putting the belt on Sammy or Cody. But it seems like maybe it was the right choice when you got kind of that reaction to Roman finally being pinned by Jay, to really, like I say, bring everything full circle. Like it seems a bit more poetic and a bit more rewarding that you are going back to that from a few years ago. So I think they're still hitting the right notes for me, at least.
2: This is my last question for you. Are you, are you a musician? Am I seeing this right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've not been able to do as much of it for a while. I like, am. Um, I did it a lot before I started doing wrestling more as a job and covering that and suddenly going a bit deeper, but was also in a very loving relationship the last few years. And it turns out all I can really write are very sad songs. So there's not really been the inspiration there, but I'm trying to get back into it. A couple of bits coming up over summer, hopefully. And yeah, enjoying it still.
2: So what, what, that, that's the, your, your, your bread and butter was like acoustic style uh like coffee house sad songs
1: like well i tried to go the kind of pop punk scar punk route of really mm-hmm. depressing lyrics but hopefully quite catchy still and kind of masked that bit while i'm playing it but um gotcha. yeah had a lot of fun with it and still hoping to do bits i think now that this is sort of the day to day, i can enjoy the music more without thinking maybe i should try and pursue it which definitely years and years ago before COVID I was thinking about but now it's I'm just trying to find time for it to be a really fun hobby again really.
2: I I, I love hearing you say that because I've been kind of struggling to get back into music myself. I was, uh, I was mm. touring and I was doing all that going into the pandemic right. and then pandemic shut everything down. I was literally on the road and I haven't done much either so actually hearing that the idea of just like enjoying it again is something I'm trying to wrap my head around i'm glad i'm not alone so thank
1: you yeah that's it it's come like just doing little bits of open mics and my partner she's a musician too much much better than i am um and doing little bits of shows together and things it's just been fun getting back into that and yeah like i say just the thrill of it again
2: that's amazing i'm glad to hear it i'm glad that you two are also able to like musically collaborate and, and do your thing it's fun
1: yeah and i've just about managed to get her into wrestling as well, so it's all <laughs> it's all it's down here, so it's
2: so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trust me, it's 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 a weird thing when you bring your partner into that world. I, it, it's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I massively sold it wrong. Like I tried to pitch it as sort of the theater and the drama. I was like, "Here's Gargano and Champa. It's been going on for years. Here's here's what the oh, you know so on the wedding man. ring." And it was terrible. She went. She watched the first WrestleMania in a bar. I think it was. Mania 35, which was not the best one for her to have to sit through eight hours of this at finishing at <laughs> 5, 6 in the morning. But from the beginning, she sort of looked at it and said, why didn't you just tell me it was Drag Race with fighting? <laughs> and I'm like, That's yeah. A good I'm way to describe it. It. She's like, <laughs> I'd have been all for it. And yeah, so I'm pretty wrong, but thankfully she's managed to get into it with people like Pretty Deadly, Bianca, all those kinds of things. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Alistair Thank you so fighting. much. Thank you so much for joining us, Alistair. That was fantastic. <laughs> no,
1: thanks, Ed. No, great. It's been good to sort of meet you both and yeah, hopefully come on again soon. Sure. Let
0: everyone know where, where they can find you at before we we let you go.
1: Yeah, um, Alistair McGee on Twitter, um, and then metro.co.uk. I think it's slash tag slash WWE has all the wrestling content there. Um, yeah, I've got more stuff dropping from Money in the Bank, hopefully very soon and another piece to come from the undertaker that i held back from the paper chat about bray wyatt which hopefully people will enjoy so yeah all of that fun stuff
2: wonderful i,
0: I have finally learned how to spell your name correctly uh when i write <laughs> articles because i i know i've tweeted this but like i always typed alistair McGregor. Because I was typing Conor <laughs> McGregor so much, I would always just do Alistair <laughs> McGregor, and I'd catch it. I'd know I'd do it. Like, oh, here comes the mistake, and like I'd fix it. But now I'm not typing that guy's name as much anymore because it just doesn't do anything. So I've, I've uh, I, I get McGeorge on the first type now, and I'm very proud of myself. But so that's impressive. Was, yeah, <laughs> your name was one that I'd always just get wrong, even though I had to type. I typed it so much because you do a lot of fantastic interviews. Like I, oh, you. we cover your stuff a lot because you get good answers out of these people. So if you've not checked out Alistair's uh, work, you should do that.
1: I appreciate that. Thanks very much, man.
0: Thank you, Alistair. Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy.
1: Cheers. Take care.